Warning. The following podcast is of three men who really wanted to record themselves speaking, but didn't really consider what they were going to say. It may contain disjointed sentences. Summer, summer, summertime. Time to sit back and unwind. Now, here's a little podcast, slightly transformed. Just a bit of a break from the norm. Just a little something, something to break the monotony. And joining me as always, it's our good friend, Forty. G'day, horse. Uh, good to be here again for 2023. It is great to be back. I'm not sure. Did you recognize? I'd, I'd sort of taken someone's uh, lyrics from back in the day. Any idea? Um, no, I can't recall. <laughs> no, that's okay. That's okay. Maybe someone out there listening is uh, has an idea and is shouting this person's name at us. Why don't we just bring Friendy in? Because, you know, he's at, he's scorching at the moment. He's the king of the scorchers. And I can see he wants to get in and he wants to have a guess. Friendy, who are we talking about? Yep. I was born, <laughs> I was born post the 80s, horse. You got to remember this. Well, it was it was post eighties. Um, it was post eighties. It was, but friendly would have been a top only one. only slightly. I'm assuming you're you're referring to some sort of cricket, uh, something. No, no, actually, not at all. Um, it is it is <laughs> it's the dulcet tones of uh, DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince themselves, of course, with their 1991 hit "Summertime." I went to I went to use you know. Take me back to the hot nights or whatever that one is, and then I ended up using a Will Will Smith <laughs> reference that none of us got. So that's good. That's a great good start. start. It's a good start but of 2023. It could be uh, an ominous start. It could be an indication of where we're at today. Well, enough of the rehashing of Will Smith's song from 1991. It is time to talk sport. <laughs> Welcome to another month in sport. And if you haven't picked up the theme of this episode, it is fast and loose, especially when it comes to the pre-pod planning. I think this could be a good thing or a bad thing. We will just have to wait and see. There will definitely be thoughts happening off the cuff. It has been a while since we last cranked up the pod machine. We might be a little rusty. And so we ask you to show some grace and bear with us. And on that very pessimistic introduction, let's get into some sport. Friendy, I'm going to pass it over to you because you're going to talk a BBL with us. Yes, thanks, Horst. BBL is certainly heating up and um, I, I kind of get used to the, enjoying the BBL of recent years because uh, my Perth Scorchers are a phenomenal franchise um, and they're doing a lot better than my footy team. So... They, they are shaping up again to uh, send this thing back to back. Although, again, the other team, there seems to be only two teams that are any good in the BBL, Sydney Sixers yep. and the Perth Scorchers. Um, looks this like they're going to be this, this season, year. Not just in general. <laughs> oh, oh, well, I would say they're almost, probably the only two teams here. Almost. They've won um, seven. Stars have been up there. So the Scorchers <laughs> and the Sixers have won seven. Oh, 40. I was waiting seven for a Stars of reference. 
I was waiting for Come how on. many of how many have the stars won? Oh, one. Have they won one? No, I don't think That's they've won any. To me. But they've been in they've been in a lot of grand finals. Three. And top four. Uh, That's have true. They? Maybe the top four. Oh yeah, four. well they lost the they lost the unlosable one against the Renegades. The Renegades, exactly. I'll, I'll always remember that one. <laughs> But Ford, a fun fact for you, the Scorchers and the Sixers have won seven out of the, the 11 BBLs. It's quite unbelievable, isn't it? It is amazing. Um, and to add to that, Scorchers have won four and they've, and they've been runners up three times. So they've been in seven of the 11 grand finals. That's it's phenomenal. It's, it is. I mean, look, it doesn't help when the Sixers get someone like Steve Smith just to come in at the end of the season. Nathan Lyon. Like that's a bit unfair, to be honest. Well, well, here's what I want to throw out to you guys because I mean the finals are, are coming up, and look, the, the top two teams are, are, are miles ahead. Do mm. you guys see a little smoky coming through? Like the the Thunder, they're scraping in. The Renegades have got a good squad. Like, do you see a smoky going? They could actually no. take this whole thing out. <laughs> Horses no, are strong, no. Strong, Ford? no. I uh, no, it's it's sixes and scorches. You never know. The Hurricanes might. Uh... Pull one out of the bag, but uh, I can't see even anyone sort of making it to the end and beating sixes or scorches. I mean, that, the Hurricanes up. would have to make the finals, wouldn't they? Yeah, there's Correct. still a chance. I think they're second bottom at the moment. Yeah, uh, but they're they're only it's pretty close. Well, it's the you last the it's the last games tonight. <laughs> as we're smoky friendly. <laughs> oh, I did, I did. Now, obviously, the Sixers have um have uh you know. Topped up their batting stocks with uh, Steve Smith coming back in. In his first three innings, he's gone 100, 160. It it make it asks the question. Or, I think or he had a, a forty something in there as well. Oh, did Brady. he really? There you go. Yeah. Well, well it's oh, his first of, game. It, it was his first game. Out there. Um, oh, he did too. You are correct. Yes. The Aussie team. We just had the World Cup. He didn't play that much. He might have played one, maybe two games. Certainly didn't did open. He, is he is he someone that should have been an automatic selection just because of who he is? And would we have done better if we had have played him in every game at the World Cup? Well, well, Smith just changed his um, batting technique for T20s in the way he sort of holds the bat, which is obviously proving a lot of success from. Was he ready? I don't know whether he was ready for that at the time of the T20 World Cup. If we had just thrown him in there or played him at the start, I reckon we, we might have done a bit more damage than what we did. But, um, you know, hindsight's a wonderful thing. Am I right, Horse? You you are correct there. And when you talk about <laughs> playing someone, um, just being an automatic selection, well, that's actually where we've got into trouble in the past because we do have, you know, love Finchy, but he's he was an automatic selection. All the way through, there was well, a number of yeah. those guys that were automatic selections that maybe weren't playing and uh, in a form that required them to be automatic sele- selections. And if we had something a bit more fluid, then maybe Steve Smith would have got his opportunity earlier on. And mm. I think he would have been extremely motivated by the, the way that he was played in that World Cup to then go out and prove himself in this BBL season, these last four games where he's gone out and absolutely he's, blitzed it. And potentially he wouldn't have changed his stance and his grip had that not occurred. This is yep, this is true. Um, the other thing that's happening in the BBL too is they're about to, uh, I mean, the, the crowds are back up again, which I would say has a big, uh, I mean, I think having the Australian players back in it, the test guys back in it, 
has helped, but they're about to go from 60 games a season. They're dropping, I think they're dropping it down to 38. Does that sound right? Or was it 42, maybe? So close. 43. Yes, I've got a feeling they're going from 14 home and away games per team to 10. Wow. Um, Do you think that's going to help the crowds and help the intensity of the BBL? And do you think it's going to be a good thing? I think so. I think it's good. Yeah, shorten the season a little bit. Because what annoys me is when uh, when a team get, like, talking from the Stars perspective, in the past we've got guys like Dale Stein come in for the first four or five games and then they have to go off to another tournament. Correct. And it's like annoying. <laughs> um, so I think if they can shorten a season, maybe they might be able to get an import um, like them uh, that would be able to potentially commit. And maybe that means that they might start that next tournament that they're going to maybe a couple of games later, knowing that at least they can play the whole uh, season. So yeah, yeah look, I think I th- it's a positive thing. I think it is a positive. And I think the other thing they're considering, obviously, is the crowds as well. Uh that whilst, you know, they won't have uh, the same aggregate crowd over the whole tournament, they'll probably have a higher number of people going to the less number of games and also trying to time it to finish around the end of the school holidays, sort of come to that crescendo because it does get a bit lost. Uh, Yeah. School goes back. School stuff. Kids aren't going to any games after school goes back really. And quite often, unless your team's involved in the finals, you'd, Forget about it. You don't even follow like things the, once you get into the swing of everyday life again. You raise a good point, though, because I think, yeah, once the school term starts, it so, sort of loses a bit of momentum. But it's really hard because, you know, you want to play in the Australian summer, but then we've got our test team going on. You know, Cricket Australia obviously have had to decide what they're putting their money into, what they think is going to be uh, their biggest money spinner and ratings winner. And they have gone all in on on the BBL and it worked for a few years and then it didn't work for a few years and now they're trying to turn it around. So at least they're being proactive about it. True. It's so funny. True. The other the other night they were they were talking up the Warner versus Smith Sixes v Thunder scenario. Smith came out and absolutely creamed it 125 off 66. They're trying to say that the commentators were really trying to say that. There's still, oh, there, you know, Warner can come out and do exactly the same. Nothing in the last six months has shown that he was going to come out and do exactly the same. Oh, hang on. He got man of the series. In, uh, oh, we haven't <laughs> talked about this, have we? <laughs> we have not. What was it? 213 runs, 200 of which came from one innings. Take that away. He had 13 from five innings. How Ridiculous. did Travis Head not? How did Travis Head not win that? Should have. He should have. He should have for sure. And then, anyway. of course, all all the feedback was, well, he's not a New South Welshman. That that was the yeah. issue. Well, yeah, that's 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 fair. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, horse, that's the BBL, and I'm just happy there wasn't much stars news in that. So, um, you know, I'll throw but, it back hey, to you. But go Renegades, because we've turned wow. it around a little bit this year. This is true. And Get on the- Redford. Exactly. Just get on Red Ford. Well, we we might leave the BBL there. We're going to move on to a little bit of tennis. And I'm look, I don't know where this will go, but the question, I'm just putting it out there. This is Brave Horse. Oh, okay. Well, you haven't heard what I'm going to say yet. (laughs) Tennis in general is brave. (laughs) Look, all I want to know, 
and and the line that I posted to you guys in the WhatsApp was Ao, Yayo or Nao. And what I mean by that is yes or or no. Have you been actually watching any of the tennis? Forty, have you watched any tennis this summer? I can honestly say I've only watched one game. Uh Djokovic uh, was in the evening. And look, when I say watch, it was in the background and I was loosely watching it while and, I was doing other things. And look, considering you just told me you just watched one game, so that was like what? Three minutes, four minutes, one game. Oh, of no, no. The second set. One match. Sorry. <laughs> oh, one match. sorry. Just getting you there. I stand technique. corrected. <laughs> Brendy, what about yourself? How much tennis yeah, watching has been going on? I'll be on? honest. I, I actually quite enjoy the Australian Open. I have not watched a single game. And the and reason being, I'm still grieving over the um the loss of Roger Federer. Um he hasn't died, but he's just not around anymore. And um, I heard Rafa was out first or second round, and that shattered me yep. too. And and this is controversial. This one, I, I love, know what it's going to be. I love a bit of Nick Kyrgios. Yeah, and um, him yep. being out, it me just too. what's the point? What's the point? I mean, yeah. no one's going to beat Novak. Novak, they give him the trophy now. The only thing that's going to beat Novak is his hamstring. But well, yeah. oh, does he have even have a hamstring? Yeah, it's but a, look, it's a beat up. up. He's got a little sore leg and he's playing it up. Well, obviously, Diminor didn't uh, try and move him around the court because he lost by plenty. Straight mm. sets, correct. But, uh, you know, they're saying that uh, the Joker had a, a bit more fire in the belly to take on Diminor because of what he'd said about him last year um, and it being a circus and you should have just got double back. So whether or not that motivation was... True, he certainly creamed him, and with that went the last uh, motivation for me to sit down and watch a full match of tennis. Uh, you know, I'm I'm the same as you, friendy. Normally, I enjoy it. I'm there for the whole two weeks, every night, mm. clicking between that and and some BBL, but really getting stuck into some big long games. Even like, oh my goodness, you guys know about the um, second round. Andy Murray and Tanasi Kokonakis oh, yeah. saga. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And how on earth a game can start that late to begin with when it's men's best of three, and then for them to still be going at 4 a.m. What yeah. time did the game start, horse? Oh, it was about 10.30, quarter to 11, I reckon. That's ridiculous. Yeah. I Like, I don't know why you wouldn't have at least scheduled it as the first night game. And then you would have had the decision to make, we'll just have to postpone and catch up on the the alternate women's game the next morning. Um, I know that they've they had their issues with the heat and they were trying to play catch up, but to make guys play until four in the morning, of course, that then just throws them out of whack for the rest of the tournament. No one was going to go on and win the tournament after playing that late. And history shows anyone who's played that late always loses their next game. Oh, yeah. So, Horse, and, and I know this is your sort of segment here, but I'm, I'm curious. Uh, Are you curious or curious? I'm curious. Since, where does tennis go from here? Because, I mean, this tournament, you've got no Serena Williams, no Ash Barty, no Roger Federer. Uh, like, 
I mean, what's going to happen with the sport? Because there's there's no one really playing, except for really for me, Kirios, but he's an Aussie, and the world probably don't see it that way. No. There's no one that I go, you know, once once Nadal and Djokovic have gone, like where where does the sport go? Well, we've got oh, there's always ebbs and flows. Like there'll be other people that'll rise up for any. Come on, exactly, you know exactly. Andy <sighs> Murray will stick around for another ten years playing two what? tournaments a year. Just picking. We've been very blessed. We've been very blessed with that big four, though, haven't we? We yes. have had a pretty good era. Um, but look, there's got to be some uh, exciting other young players coming through. Um, yeah, and who was that great great guy? Sissy um, Pass. Yeah. He yeah. won. He won. So he yeah, did. He almost but... knocked out a ball boy and got kicked out of the tournament. <laughs> I can't true. stand Medvedev. This is true. It's, a, it's an is. it's an automatic automatic. Uh, you booted if if that had connected. Did you hear about that forty? No. No. He he hit a ball in frustration and it just missed the ball boy. Oh, Djokovic dude. actually uh, was it the U.S. Open maybe in twenty twenty. He got kicked out after he hit a ball boy yeah. by accident. Yeah. So yeah. So it genuinely could have happened to Sissy Pass the other night. Yeah. I mean, that's a good way to finish this episode, really. <laughs> episode? We're cutting it there. You don't, you no. don't even talk your segment. That's, listeners, that's it. Let Drop me, the mic. Let I'm me gone. tell you. Let me tell you, listeners. I can, I can see the sweat on Forty's face at the moment because he's been asked to lead a segment and he has not had any time to prepare like, let's just put it out there, Forty, because it might add to the entertainment factor. You are going to be completely winging this next segment. So why don't you talk some NBA with us? I was trying to um, roll it on, horse, so uh, we could get in because uh, I've got a plethora of content. <laughs> a plethora? Uh, yeah, that word too. And um, uh, let's get into it, NBA. Okay, bring it. So, uh, NBA action, uh, Boston Celtics uh, sitting on top, uh, very doing very well in the East. Uh, Denver doing very well in the West. Those two teams have been quite clearly ahead of most of the competition. Um, but uh, we've got All-Star coming up very soon, and it's interesting to see the uh, results come through so much, so far from the fans. But before we get to the debate of the players, there's a new... Thing that is uh, going to be happening at the All Star this year. There that is. They will be, yeah, they will be That's doing the draft literally just before tip off. Yeah. What cool. do you boys? What do you boys think about that? So, the, so there'll be two sets of singlets per player. Yep. Well, yeah, they were just have to. just like there's always two lots of grand final posters printed and ready to go. Post the grand final at the MCG, they'll have two lots of all-star jerseys for every player there's no pre-planning there's no game prep nothing the coach doesn't even know who they have on their team that's cool until the captains pick their team it's a schoolyard it's a classic schoolyard pick uh, 100 percent, and that's what i like about it and it's going to be awkward you're going to have they're going to be all just sitting there in a bunch with the two captains standing up the front and there is, you're going to have to look that person in the face who's getting picked yep. last. You know? Oh, that's got to be gold. Like, it is Sorry, going to be classic. Sorry, Larry. yard, last person left out at the end. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to happen. And I suppose they could gloss over it a bit more when it was on uh, just the 
the broadcast the day before or whenever it was actually produced because the other players weren't there when they were getting picked. Yeah. But we're going to see everyone's reactions. It's going to be great. Now, friend, well, friendy, do you, do you think the, the do you think the two captains will be influenced by the crowd, by who they pick, or do you think they'll have their own convictions on who they select? There'll be there'll be a little bit of that, especially if there's some home uh, hometown heroes. Um, like Le- LeBron has always been a captain in this uh, this new this way format. of doing the All Star. Yeah, and he's also never lost since this new format has started. So um, he'll be going for, I think, five in a row. So, um, but for whatever reason, Giannis and KD, who have kind of gone against him, they are terrible at drafting. Like, LeBron mm. seems to always end up with all the all the guns. So, I don't know. I don't know what they need to do. But um, if if Giannis is drafting again, he, he, he was no good last year. He just picks his mates. He, right. he definitely has a track record, doesn't he? I, I feel like growing up in the schoolyard, there was always the one who, if they got picked captain, you were just like, oh, you just, you got no clue. You're not going to, I don't want to be picked on your team because I know you're going to go and pick a bunch of duds, including myself. Uh, I would, I would rather be the second last, last picked on a good team than getting third or fourth. Knowing that if you're picking me third or fourth, you've got no idea what's going on. Exactly, exactly. So it's going to be it's going to be an interesting dynamic and uh, pretty fresh on people's minds uh, if they get left out or selected before or after someone that they think they should have been selected earlier. So yeah. there could be some egos on the line and uh, motions will hopefully uh, be riding high and should uh, prove to be an entertaining game, I reckon. So the other question is that I want to talk to you about is in the East, uh, who would your three be out of those four, Giannis, KD, Embiid and uh, Tatum? Now, obviously KD is injured at the moment, but he could be ready to go by All-Star. Look, I I feel like it is a, a bit of a straightforward answer for me because you look at three of the four, and three of the four are still in the running for MVP, but KD will have missed too much by that time. He is, I mean, he's an incredible scorer. He's one of the all-time greats. He's won, you know, finals MVP, MVP, all, all the accolades, and that's why he's always going to be up there. Uh having a pretty handy season and turning it around for Brooklyn, all of those things in his favor, but he's not an MVP candidate. And I don't think uh, you can leave out those other three who are genuinely still in the running for MVP at the expense of someone who hasn't played for a few months. Well, yeah. And I think I'm leaning towards the same as you horse. Um, it's hard to put Katie on the bench though. Um mm. I actually think it comes down to, I know it's all about votes and whatnot, but if you look at the team structure, it actually comes down to Giannis and Embiid. They're your four and five. It actually comes down to Durant and Tatum. Um, And really Tatum, you would say, is kind of the next Kevin Durant. Um, And probably having a better season, uh, less injuries for sure, but... I don't know, man. Like I, I think Tatum could be the one that misses out, Ford, which wouldn't be 
in favor favor of your choice, but um, well, it's not so much my choice. I just think uh, when he's been currently second favorite for the MVP, and <laughs> he doesn't make a, that on the Kia MVP ladder. Correct. Yeah, and uh, I just think whenever would have that ever happened, and KD is going to be a starter based on popularity, um, because. He's currently second. So, I mean, unless there's a big pull away from him from the media and whoever that other 25% of his horse, which I think is coaches. It's actually the players, but close. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I just think that would be a travesty to see him miss out. Well, look, that's probably about all I'm going to say about that. Other than um, I don't know how Austin Reeves is in the top eight currently of the guards in the Western Conference. But anyway, that's LA for you. (laughs) That it is. And on that note, let's leave it there for this week slash month in sport. Now, guys, it would be very remiss of me not to talk about our little experience that we had on the radio just the other day on 96.3 where friendy and myself spent the morning with dj Payne on his summer breakfast session 40 you were listening at home uh first of all couldn't couldn't make it in to be with us well as i said on the uh, radio uh, i didn't know about it you just uh stitched me up up big time this is not true this is not true at all from friendy hey listen in i'm like what listen in to what? Oh, <laughs> oh, <man>. ford <laughs> he's been living it up in in poor punker or whatever it's called then you know neglected his common men oh, i haven't neglected you've neglected your fellow Cameron, Cameron, my <laughs> brother <laughs> hey look i can say i put out the the message the night before just checking What's going on there? And Forty was like, "Did I miss something here? Are, are we recording? What's?" Yeah, I was what? like, "I can't record tonight." <laughs> yeah, and like you know, a week or so, two weeks ago, just completely ignored the message about about the actual radio segment we were doing. But that's okay. That's okay, was, Forty. Uh... You can throw it back on us. And uh, look, we did appreciate you calling in. Well, look, I look, I I got the got the message from Freddie, and I tuned in on my walk, uh, morning walk. And uh, it was, I have to say, I uh, did have quite a few chuckles uh, listening to both of you. I thought it was great banter. There was some good conversation. Um, yeah, it was uh, very entertaining. But I have to admit, there was a lot of FOMO. And ah, so as soon yes. as the opportunity we came, gotcha. as soon as the opportunity came to call in, I'm like, I'm calling in. This is my <laughs> moment. <laughs> Friendy, what what did you think of uh, 40s? piece of advice can you actually what was what did we get people to call in about do you remember oh, Friendy? so dj Payne was calling because dj Payne had no idea about sport so he was wanting some catchphrases and um some one-liners that would help him in a social environment at a party or whatever and yeah what's going on in sport at the moment that he could talk about yeah correct and and four gets up this there's thousands you could pick from <laughs> so <laughs> many topics and he, and he goes with DJ Payne, try this one. In touch, lost touch. I don't know Mate, where he was going with that. But... I, didn't, I, I, I didn't even <laughs> I know I think he was looking on. at I his... Was... You were looking at your T-shirt at the time, weren't you? Well, were you, <laughs> I, I'm, 
I'm disappointed, boys. You weren't representing your in touch with the common man t-shirt. So I think that deserves a we, we should have the we common should, man. We should have done that. Yes, I know. At the end of the but... day, at the end of the day, it is uh just it's too embarrassing to claim like world known Hamish and Andy podcast merchandise as ours and representing our <laughs> podcast. I think we probably could have worn them in. And said that we made them, and DJ would have been none the wiser, but it That's didn't exactly feel right. right. And look, let's—it's a radio station. They're not looking at you, boys. They're listening to you. So yes. right. really, uh, it's all about the vibe. It's—it's Marbo. It's—it's. And were we a good vibe on the radio for? Forty, you were the oh, one was... who bought up wearing the t-shirts, and you were disappointed that we didn't wear them. Yeah, that's right. You've gone full circle <laughs> here. Was I was just saying, you know. So look. What sorry? What was your question? Brady? I was saying, Ford, were we were we a vibe on the radio? Oh yeah, you, you you definitely were a vibe. I certainly think I brought the vibe up when I called in, but um, you know, that's just me. <laughs> well, you know, I wonder if there's a spot for us on radio, lads. Like, is there a spot for us to bring the common man to live radio? I think there is. Uh, you know, I feel like, Wardy, you know, would you the actually be there in studio? Oh, or could we just get you know? Every week to call oh. in from a random walking spot. I'm, I'm more and than look. I will walk and talk. <laughs> don't you worry. Then we could play. We could play the game. What surface is Forty walking on? <laughs> Correct. Because it was and clearly pebble. Yeah, it was gravel. Yep. And uh, you could also even guess what suburb is Forty uh, walking in currently. Look, oh, I could the, old, be... the old S and S suburb and yes. surface. Yeah. You got roaming Brian. Well, you could have roaming forty, shuffling <laughs> forty. I, I um, horse. I did appreciate actually being in the same room as you. It made things a lot easier. It did. It did because even even as we've been recording today, there was a, a time when I went to point to you on the Zoom to say something, and I I realized like. I've got no idea what you're seeing. You might even not even have my face up there. And I'm like, just pointing to myself, what direction is this? Like, it's going to be all different compared. Yeah. To, and, but when we were in the same room as each other and not a point, you take this one, I'll take that one. It did make things a lot easier. Yeah. It's like, now, boys, you're going gonna, sorry. <laughs> case in point. Hey, just then we that would not happen if we were in studio. Correct. That's right. we, I couldn't no, see the hand. I your turn see to the talk. Hand. My turn to talk. I, I see you in the hand waving around, <laughs> but I can't actually work out what's going on. I was going to say for years uh, before my ankle operation, you know, I've said, "Hey, what what could I have been if I'd actually got the ankle sorted? What could this podcast be if we actually got the face to face?" in the same room scenario sorted. The sky's the limit, I'm sure. Well, I would what, say, what Horst, to our, our listeners right now is just watch watch this space. Big things are coming to the common man in 2023. Yeah, well, that, that is true. And, and just to bring back a point when you said uh, on radio, what was the... Uh, the answer that I gave. I said, look, I was trying to bring the common man. I was trying to bring the common man into the conversation. Into the answer. I said, yep. Joel Salwood, he's in touch with the common man. And, you know, I was trying to bring that. I was a setup for you guys. I was texting you. What do you want me to do? To set do you want you a up? setup? And do you want a setup? I was and setting you up. You said, do you want a setup? And Friendy said, yeah. yes. And yeah. then you said that. 
and I was like, "Are you are you setting us up?" Well, like to, as in to a talk setup, about like the we've com- got. It felt like talk you set us up to man. have nothing to say. <laughs> no, nah, talk talking about the Stitch common up. man, but uh, Mr. DJ Payne didn't uh, allow you to uh, to go further. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> nah, it was a lot of fun. <laughs> it was, it was indeed. And watch this space. Who knows where we might head in twenty twenty three? We did say on the broadcast that our main goal at this point in time is more consistency with our recordings. And the more that we say it, the more we put it out there, the more the two or three people who are listening can keep us accountable to this as well. So Shout please keep Josh us Absolutely. Yes. And, uh, and Lenny, friendly, you know, a friendy uh, continues to um, uh, pitch uh, certain merch ideas. Um, so we're back. We're back to the hats then, are we? Nah, hats are a bit boring. It's yeah, like, hats think have been about something. Socks. Yeah. What about socks? What about some Crocs? TCM Crocs. No, we can't. No, that's not happening. But what about, there's a new one. Put it on the agenda, friendy. I want you to look up how much it costs to have socks made. Imagine getting local basketball teams and they've got their purple socks on. But do you know what? That's a that's a really good point, Horse, because when we think common man, you know, we think about a sock. It's quite a common oh, um, piece of material. That, 100%. You know, I'll tell so you what. What about some trackies? Trackies would be good. Trackies is a common man piece of clothing. Absolutely. For sure. I feel like we're getting to this stage of the podcast if we're now we're dribbling merch that we are dribbling. We, are dribbling. we need to wrap <laughs> this up. Forty, Friendy, it's been a pleasure rejoining you for the start of 2023. We also need to say big congratulations, Friendy. We haven't even mentioned the fact that you are welcome to fatherhood. And yes, how's it all going? There is uh, a lot of poo explosions at the moment. That's the latest things that's that's happening with little Lewis. Oh, I was um, going to say, and, and what about Lewis? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Can I actually? Can I tell you the biggest dilemma I have right now? And you, you boys aren't going to help this situation. I okay. we have been so Jen's a big Geelong Cats fan. Well, when I say big, that's that's an over exaggeration. She supports them. Probably knows half a dozen players. Anyway, she believes. That because he was born in Geelong and they and he was born in a premiership winning year for the Cats, mm. that mm. by Very default he should go nice. for the Cats. Now, hang on. Here's what I want to throw out to you guys. And and Horse, I'm looking to you here as a dad of two boys. There would be nothing more important for a father than sitting down and watching the footy with your boy and going for the same team. Now, look, I... I do understand the point you're trying to make here, but that might be a little bit over the top. I've got, yeah. a, I've got a dilemma on my hands, dear boys. Oh, you do, the, but you can't. The dilemma is real. And, and Uncle Ford, Uncle Ford's going hard. He, here's what I've got to say against my better judgment, friendy. Yeah. If you want to get it done, you just start buying that merch, mate, mate, and putting it on Lewis. Mate, someone get, rocked up with a kitten's membership. membership. Someone rocked up with a kitten's membership for him. What? Oh, yeah. Correct. How good is that? So it's a blanket, mittens. Yep. Horse. Mate, this is positive. He's a kitten member. You, why, he's a kitten member. Shocked? What am I supposed to do? Who did that? Oh, some youth punk from my youth group. Jeepers. Look, even that's, though it's cats. If I was... That's if, bold. If, if, if it was turned 
I was in your position, I would be binning that. That that would not have seen the light of day. Anyway, we need to move on. Yes, I'm glad I'm not in your position. Uh, <laughs> but I look forward to hearing this will be this will be something we'll follow from here on in on the pod. I would rather oh. I would rather Nick Ford brainwash him to be a Celtics fan if he can back off the cap. Well, of course you would, because there's still a one in thirty chance that LeBron will play for the Celtics next year, and then you'll be supporting them. So oh, look, Ford, Ford, I'll give you the Celtics. I'll give you the Celtics. Look. If we can sign a contract, I'm more than happy to back off on the Cats <laughs> if uh, I can sign him to be a Boston okay. Celtic. I'm okay, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. <laughs> there you go. Well, thanks for joining us. We will chat with you all soon. It's been another cracker on The Common Man. <laughs>